0: Day, a bit of a different Mother's Day this year. Uh, I'm sure that you are not able to do what you usually do on Mother's Day or celebrate Mother's Day the way that you usually do uh, because it's it's different this year in, in level four lockdown but I, I trust that you will still have a special day and I hope that if you are a mother today that you are still in your PJs uh, watching this. I'm not in my PJs, I promise, but I hope that you are still in your PJs. Um, and uh, I trust we're going to have a special time together this morning. Uh, when Daryl asked me to share the message for Mother's Day, uh, it's always a privilege to be asked to to share a message, and it's a massive responsibility. But I realized it's a, it can be a little bit tricky to share a Mother's Day message because... Uh, I realize you want to make it uh, relevant and you want to make it special for mothers, um, but I'm also aware of the fact that I'm not only speaking to mothers this morning. So if you are not a mom uh, this morning, um, I'll bet you know a mom. Uh, you have a mom in your life and I really I really hope that one or two things, maybe from the message this morning will stand out for you and that you will be able to share those with with a mother in your life to encourage her because as mothers we do need a lot of encouragement so that's what i'm trusting for this morning i'm also making this message i've made this message very short and and simple i've tried to keep it simple and it really is just a message from my heart as a mother to your heart as a mother and so yeah I'm going to jump right in and get started and the first of the three things that I want to share with you this morning is around this this idea or concept of identity and we are told that identity a sense of who we are is one of the most fundamental needs that we have uh, as humans. It forms the foundation or the core for everything else in life. And so what is the, the core or the foundation of your identity? What is the core of my identity? Because sometimes as mothers, because mothering is an important role and it's a consuming role, but sometimes it can be all consuming, so much so that it actually becomes our core identity. And should it? Should it be our core identity? And I always find when we try to answer important questions, uh, especially around the idea of identity, it's always good to, to go to the truth, to go to God's word, to go to what the Creator says about us. And when I, when I was looking for the scriptures that I wanted to share this morning, there were so many. Uh, there were a lot. And I thought, well, I'll just take one or two uh, and I'll share them this morning. But as I read through them, I was so encouraged that I thought I'd like to share a few more than just one or two. So I'm going to be jumping around this morning if you want to just... Uh, jot down the reference, that might help, Uh, and then you can go and have a look at it later. But I will be reading the scriptures for us this morning. And we're going to start in 1 John 3 verse 1, as we explore this important idea of identity. 1 John 3 verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are, children of God. So we get a a first glimpse into our identity, into who we are. Galatians 3 verse 26, so in Christ Jesus you are all children of God through faith. Galatians 4, verse 7. So you are are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. And we've heard those words. You are no longer a slave. You are a child of God. We think, oh, they're from a, a popular Christian song, but they're from Galatians. From this truth in God's Word. Romans 8 14 to 16. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a Spirit that makes you fearful slaves. There's that, that thing again. Instead, you received God's Spirit when He adopted you as. His own children. Now we call him Abba Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. So we see there one of the important roles of the Holy Spirit is to affirm that we are God's children. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 18, I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons. And daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Ephesians 1 verse 5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. Ephesians 5, verse 1, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. So we see from these scriptures, not only are we children, we are God's children. Not only are we God's children, we are his dearly loved children. And so I'm wondering, um, how do you identify yourself? Uh, When you think of the question, who am I? Or someone says to you, who are you? How do you choose to define yourself or describe yourself Uh, if we think of of social media, uh, especially Twitter and Instagram? And we think of those biographies on on Twitter and Instagram or bios. uh, So Twitter gives you 150, 160 characters or less to describe yourself, to tell people who you are. Um, on Instagram, you get 150 characters or less to, to describe or to define yourself. And what, do you, what do you say? Uh, you know, I'm always drawn to what people say about themselves first. Uh, so, so the first thing that they use to describe themselves. And, and do they use their job? or their occupations. So they'll say something like um, best-selling author, or CEO, or coach, or psychologist, or uh, singer, or, or rapper. Uh, so they'll define themselves by their job or their occupation. And sometimes people put uh, their role down first. So they'll say, I'm a husband or a father, a wife, a mother, sister, aunt, friend, Uh, So they define themselves by their role. Sometimes people will put their interests down first and that's how they define themselves. So they'll say, I'm a runner or a cyclist or a fitness enthusiast. I saw one the other day that said, gifted ice cream eater. It's a thing apparently to be a gifted ice cream eater. And I'm sure for a lot of parents since lockdown, we can add quite a few more things to describe or define ourselves. Uh, Teacher, uh, cleaning expert, IT specialist, uh, counsellor, coach, chef. Uh, There are a lot more things we can add to our bios. Uh, But some people will say this in their bios. They will say child of the Most High or they will say daughter or son of the King. And, and when I used to see descriptions like that, I used to think, it sounds a bit uh, like a Christian cliche, but I must be honest, I don't think that anymore. When, when I see that people choose to describe themselves as a child of God first, as a, a daughter of God or a son of God first, I admire those descriptions because I think that those people have had a, a revelation of who they are. They they get who they are. They understand their identity. And so, mothers, uh, yes, we we have children, but we need to remember that we are first children, and not children of our heavenly, our earthly parents. We are, we are children of our earthly parents, but much more importantly, we are children of our Heavenly Father. And that is much more significant, and it carries a lot more weight. In John 1, verses 12 and 13, it says, Yet to all who did receive Him, that's Jesus, to all who have received Jesus, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. And I love that. Born of God. You can add that to your bio. So first we are children of God, and then we are everything else, and anything else. And that is true for all of us, and not just for mothers, that is our core identity as followers of Christ um, and sure being a mother brings us great joy and, and great fulfillment, but we mustn't forget that we are His children first and foremost. And if you think about it, our role as, as mothers is limited to our time on earth. And that goes for our role as wives as well. It's limited to our time on earth, but we will always be a child of God. That is our eternal identity, but it is also our earthly identity here and now. And so that's the, the first thing that I wanted to highlight this morning is that we are mothers but our core identity is as children of God. And then the second thing that I wanted to share around is this, um, this tendency that we have uh, to compare ourselves or to rate ourselves against other mothers. Um, and if you think about it as well, there's, there are so many expectations of mothers and motherhood uh, these days. Uh, society has expectations of us, um, our communities have expectations of us, our culture and subcultures have expectations of us, tradition has expectations of mothers, uh, religion has expectations of mothers, and, and a lot of the times these expectations are, are vague and, they, and they're unwritten. Uh, you know your your own mother has expectations of you as a mother. Your mother-in-law has expectations of you as a mother. Your grandmother has expectations of you. Your own children have expectations of you as a mother. Um, you know, and, and often those expectations are, are quite unrealistic uh, because they involve you being at their every beck and call. Uh, and most kids listening to this this morning will be like. Of course, that's what my mom's here for. She's here for me, and uh, as mothers, we're just rolling our eyes and shaking our heads. But but men in general have different expectations of of what what a mother should be. Uh, your husband has an expectation of you as a mother, and and a lot of the times it's not even conscious. It's not intentional. It's this subconscious thing going on in the background, and it all goes into this melting pot, and we add our own expectations, and, and then we wonder why we are dizzy, and exhausted, and guilty, and, and left with this feeling of inadequacy, like we're not quite measuring up, we're not quite cutting it. Haven't you, haven't you as a mother ever looked at another mother and thought to yourself, wow, you know, she is really an amazing mother because she is ironing her kids sheets and folding their underwear in lockdown. And, and all I'm doing is leaving their laundry in a pile at their bedroom door, or I'm not even doing that. I'm just leaving the laundry in a pile in the spare room, and they must go in there and, and find their stuff themselves. It's like a treasure hunt. You know, they could, be, they could be there for days in the spare room, sorting through the laundry, trying to find matching socks. But, but we do this. Haven't, haven't you ever looked at another mom and thought, wow, she's amazing. She makes... Uh, you know, three healthy meals a day from scratch. She cuts little shapes into her kids' psalmies and I think I'm awesome because I remembered to buy bread. Uh, And I'm not knocking the moms who cut shapes into their kids' psalmies. I I love shaped psalmies. I think shaped psalmies are awesome. Uh, But we do this and and we joke about like mom of the year awards or like my Afrikaans friends say Ma Um, I like it better in Afrikaans. Some things just sound better in Afrikaans, but we do this. We We weigh ourselves up Uh, We compare ourselves to other mothers and sometimes you compare yourself to another mother and you feel good about yourself Uh, but you don't realize pride has crept into your heart and sometimes you compare yourself to another mother and and you land up feeling worse and, and shame just just settles upon you and and everyone loses when we when we do this nobody wins when we compare and compete and i've i've said this to so many mothers over the years you are the mother that your children need you are the mother that your child needs god gave you to that child god gave that child To you, and no, they won't be better off with Jill or with Susie. God gave them to you. And and there are so many unique mothers, there are so many unique children, there are so many unique family situations. Um, I was sharing to a friend of mine recently, and she said she had a talk with her daughter uh, because. You know, she said to her, can we, can we try and figure out how to do this mother and daughter thing you and I, instead of worrying about what, what the TV or movies say a mother and daughter relationship should look like, instead of comparing our relationship to, to your friends or to my friends, can we figure out how to do us, how to do mother and daughter in our own unique way? So moms it's it's important for us to remember that we are God's child first and he is in we are in a role that he has destined for us to fulfill and and by his grace and with his power we can do that and can we can we cut the rope that binds us to these ridiculous expectations of what mothers should be and just fall into God's grace Um, and that is that is my my last point is this this idea of grace and and no mom no mom that is that is sitting here this morning listening to this or, or in the world today can say that they are absolutely crushing it as a mother, that they have just got this whole mom thing figured out. You know, if we're honest, we are all just a hot mess, as the Americans like to say. And on those days where you are just having a terrible mom day, you're shouting at the kids, and you know, you walk into their bedrooms at night and you see them sleeping, and you just become so aware of your, your inadequacy and your failure. And that is when we desperately, desperately need God's grace. It's like we need, to, we need to sink into his grace. We need to fall into his grace. You know, there's that song that says, God's grace is an ocean and, and we're all sinking. We need his grace to wash over us to heal us, to comfort us, to put courage into us. And we also need to learn to apologize to our children. And that's hard as the parent and as the adult because we should know what we're doing, but we make mistakes and we need to learn to apologize to our children. And for those of you who have apologized, To your children in the past. Know how precious it is when you say sorry to them and they say to you it's okay mommy and that joy that comes from repenting and and receiving forgiveness and and just the the restoration that comes uh, into that relationship even if it wasn't ever modeled for you by your own mother or by your own parents. So we need his grace, we need his grace and Hebrews 4 16 has some really good news for us. It says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence and that word confidence actually means uh, with freedom to speak. So let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, with a freedom so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And there are many times of need as mothers, but God's grace is available to us and we can go to his throne of grace. And I wanna encourage you as a mother to just pray that prayer, to say, God, I'm approaching your, your throne of grace with confidence so that I may receive mercy and the grace that I need in this time of need. So as moms, we need to receive God's grace, but we also need to extend grace, especially to other mothers. Because I'm sure you will agree with me, there is a lot of judgment out there these days, especially towards mothers. And I'm wondering, as as Christian mothers, as followers of Jesus, can we be different? And I believe we can. I believe we can be committed to being different. Can we create an atmosphere of no judgments where we have this, this no judgment zone? And we give one another grace. And yes, there are moments where we have to speak the truth in love and we have to challenge one another and call one another higher. There is a time and a space for that. But, but can we do more loving one another? Can we do more cheering one another on? Can we, can we give one another more freedom to be the unique mothers that God has created us to be? Can we recognize the the significance of those small things that we do every day just to love our children well? And can we start changing our language? And and instead of saying, I'm a bad mother, can we start saying, I had a, a bad day, I had a bad mom day, or I had a bad mom moment, but I am not a bad mother. And so first, just to wrap up, first we need to remember that we are God's children first, we are a child of God first, and then we are mothers and wives and anything and everything else. Um, Can we stop weighing ourselves against one another? Can we stop competing and comparing with other mothers and rather can we cheer one another on and can we love one another and can we learn to receive God's grace his grace that we so desperately need and can we learn to give one another grace as we as we all navigate this really fulfilling but but hard journey of of motherhood can we do that So I just wanted to say, Happy Mother's Day, Child of God. And uh, I'd like to pray for all of us um, before before we go and and enjoy our Mother's Day. And for those of you who are mothers, but you're on your own today, I pray that God would comfort you. Um, Maybe you're used to, to having lunch with your family and you can't do that today, and you're on your own, and maybe that loneliness is more intense today. I pray that the God of all comforts would comfort you and that you would receive grace that would enable you, that he would just love on you as his child today on Mother's Day. Let's pray together. Lord, I just want to thank you for the truth from your word that we are first and foremost your children, and not only your children, Lord, but your dearly, dearly loved children. God, I'm so grateful to you, for other Christian mothers that I have around me, who have given me the freedom to be the unique mother that you have created me to be. I pray that we would be those mothers and those friends, that we would cheer one another on, that we would love one another. And God, I I thank you for your grace. I'm so grateful for your grace. I pray that your grace would wash over us, that we would receive your grace in those times of need, that we would learn to extend grace to to other mothers, Lord, as we navigate this journey of motherhood, which you have destined for us. In Jesus' name, amen.